0: Welcome to Ask Phoebes a weekly address where your questions on crypto and zero chain are answered. I'm Derek Fiebiger, Director of Operations for Zero Chain, and I thank you for joining me. Let's hop into things. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Welcome to another week of Ask Phoebes and another crazy, crazy week. Of crypto, it never, it never seems to uh, to let us down. Last week it was uh, it was the uh, Craig Wright drama getting delisted, and uh, and I, it, I don't know if you've um, if you've been paying attention, but yesterday uh, the uh, the the New York State Department or whatever they they slapped a big. Uh, a, b- a big lawsuit onto Bitfinex and Tether. Some some huge drama going on. Uh, Tether is the most popular stablecoin in crypto, as 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 most of you know. Um, and and Bitfinex is probably who knows how much actual volume is there, but it's been by far the one of the biggest exchanges uh, since since like since post mount gox era and there's been a lot of speculation as to you know what is tether is there some shady stuff going on with tether and it just kind of keeps it keeps lingering and um yeah so the new york state department uh or what some other some some department within new york i, I might be butchering it but they uh, they they have accused Bitfinex of essentially a an 850 million dollar cover up with uh, essentially they I I don't quite understand completely but they they're definitely missing 850 million dollars and they what I understand is they have covered it up uh, with with Tether so essentially they took a a loan from tether or some sort of iou shares in ifinex inc uh, It's all kind of complex, but essentially essentially what it boils down to is yeah tether has a lot of fiat to back the tether but There's also a portion of what's backing tether um in essence are bitfinex ious So I keep like I keep thinking of uh, like the dumb and dumber analogy of um, You know when when lloyd has that suitcase full of IOUs I better keep that one. So Anyways, um, it's the market was down uh, Since the news came out yesterday and I think it's gonna linger for a little bit in my opinion It seems like there's some substance to this this uh situation and I um I'm I'm I really hope that tether can just go away because it's it's just a never-ending story with them but uh but other than that yeah there's the uh, you there you we had a lot of uh a, a lot of excitement going up into the Xerobox launch and now you know we're we we've launched and now we're just doing a lot of testing so the it might seem like like everything's kind of like slowed down but it's it's actually kind of the opposite they're they're uh Soswata is really keen on getting everything ready for uh, mainnet um he he wants to release mainnet a lot sooner than um than most of you guys may think uh but i don't want to i don't i don't want to say any arbitrary dates because that never um that never bodes well for anything, uh, but yeah. So let's um let's kind of I'm just gonna kind of go over a, a summary of you know what what we've been working on this past week, and then you know what we're trying to work on in AlphaNet, then what uh, you know what what we what we want to have in BetaNet, and then also what uh, what you guys can expect from the the like the for the service provider community mining blobbing sharding if for those who want to uh to run some hardware we're um we're we're closing in on on having um some some details on that so let's uh let's go through that all right so AlphaNet what uh what have we been doing this past week or so and then you know what what's what 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 can we expect in in, in the future? Um, before BetaNet, just you know, throughout throughout AlphaNet. Well, uh, the the main thing that we've been doing this this past week is, um, testing out uh, our Byzantine fault tolerance. So we've been taking down. Miners and charters you might have noticed that the transactions per second and the finality speeds have been uh, fluctuating and that's because uh, We are testing for uh, you know for Byzantine conditions What is Byzantine fault tolerance? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the textbook definition So I don't butcher it and then I'll kind of give you my summary. It's, it's not that complex, but sometimes it's good to just know these things because it gets thrown around a lot. Um, and it's always good to, to have the understanding of what this stuff is. So um, the Byzantine General's Problem. What is the Byzantine uh, general's problem? So this is also known as the two generals problem. Let's kind of read this. So this problem describes a scenario where two generals are attacking a common enemy. General one is considered the leader and the other is considered the follower. Each general's army on its own is not enough to defeat the enemy army successfully. Thus... They need to cooperate and attack at the same time. So it's kind of like Daenerys and Jon Snow. They need to unite to defeat the uh, the, uh, the knight's king. Um, so, yeah, to, to beat the dead. Um, this seems like a simple scenario, but there is one caveat in order for them to communicate and decide on time, General 1 has to send a messenger across the enemy's camp that will deliver the time of, of the attack to General 2. So, essentially, it's like they need to... S- so, Jon Snow needs to send a message via Pigeon <laughs> to, to Daenerys to coordinate their attack on the dead, to beat the dead. Um... I apologize if if you guys aren't aren't uh, familiar with Game of Thrones, but it seems to be the easy way to do it to explain it. However, there's a possibility that the messenger will get captured by the enemies and thus the message won't be delivered. That will result in General 1 attacking while General 2 has his army hold their grounds. So, essentially that that would it would be like the the um, one of the dead just shooting down the pigeon, killing it, so the message never gets to um, to Jon Snow. Um, so, and then it says, even if the message first, even if the first message goes through, General Two has to acknowledge that he received the message. So he sends a messenger back, thus repeating the previous scenario where the messenger can get caught. This extends to infinite ac- acts, and thus the general. Are unable to reach an agreement so essentially it's like um, Jon Snow receives the pigeon then he has to send a pigeon back to Daenerys to say hey I got the message we're good um, so essentially this 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 problem is there it there, there's no way to to know um, all right let's 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 kind of dive into this definition a little bit more. It describes this, uh, the Byzantine generals problem describes the same problem as two generals problem, where instead more than two generals need to agree in a time to attack their common enemy. The added complication here is that one or more of the general generals can be a traitor, meaning that they can lie about their choice. So that's kind of like Circe. Like she's, she said she was going to come bring her army, but she didn't follow through. The leader-follower paradigm described in the two generals problem is transformed to a commander-lieutenant setup. And in order to achieve a che- consensus here, the commander and every lieutenant must agree on the same decision for simplicity, attack, or retreat. So we're kind of getting way too deep into this, but I did want to give um, give an explanation. If if there's some people that didn't understand what, you know, Byzantine fault tolerance is. Um, but the the summary is you you as a collective army you want to know that everyone is essentially in agreement for uh, or in consensus with what the what the actual objective is so in the in, in the Byzantine scenario it's to you know to organize one specific attack and since there, there's no real way to know if you know, if one of the there, if there's a traitor within you know your collective um, allies, you you want to still be able to go and accomplish that common goal, irrespective of the fact if you have um, a couple traitors in your um, in your faction in your alliance of um, armies. And this applies really effectively from the perspective uh, or or this applies really effectively as an analogy or a concept for distributed consensus or like blockchain protocols because the you still have the blockchain must go on. It must have some final decisions because the whole the whole benefit of a blockchain is it's a ledger of transactions and historical transactions that won't change so there needs to be agreement on the actual order of transactions and what was a transaction what wasn't um, can't have double spends the the you have to be able to trust the blockchain and if there are attackers which there will always be attackers because there's financial incentive to do so because people like to destroy things, and you know, there's people that will try to double spend, and it has to be resistant. Just has to be resistant towards um, any external party or majority, or I would say external min- minority. Um, it has to be resistant to that disrupting the the you know the consensus and the flow of everything in a blockchain setting. So, in translation. Zero Chain's been doing uh, Byzantine fault te- uh, fault tolerant testing by you know ha- like crashing some nodes, having miners sharters, just kind of like mess with the ledger, and um, it must kind of it must prevail even under those um, conditions. And yeah, the y- you if if there are these kind of circumstances, it might slow down. Um, might slow down the finality rates or the um, the transaction throughput, but the general the, the general concept here is that it will survive under these conditions. So they're doing a lot of testing, um, and everything's been going pr- really well. And uh, yeah, you can't ask for much more than um, more than that. Uh, the you know that some of this. There's been plenty of uh, platforms that haven't launched because they they run into a lot of problems when it comes to uh, BFT or Byzantine fault fault tolerant testing. So that kind of uh, that kind of breaks down. You know what we've been doing since the um, since the last time we did the Ask Phoebs. but um, then you know let's hop into what what we can expect towards the end of Net and Indebatednet. You know that the, this 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 is the more exciting stuff in my opinion. So next topic All right beta net what's coming what's coming on beta net here uh all good stuff all great stuff so according to saswata there we're we're working on a bunch bunch of stuff so the for beta net we want to be almost basically the our main net Have our main net platform ready because We you know in alpha we can we we can kind of shut things down and turn turn everything back on but in beta net we're gonna have external miners and you can't we the luck you can't have that luxury so the it ha- Everything has to keep running. So what we have to do is have to have everything ready for BetaNet ready to rock, and um, and this is some of the stuff that that Siswata wants to have ready, even if even if it doesn't really relate t- to the consensus, so to speak. He wants to have um, for the ZeroBox app. We obviously want to get that onto the App Store because once we can start doing that, we can do a lot of marketing around. Um, zero box app downloads share link Um, we can tap into a lot of stuff with uh, on that side and the reason why that we need the App Store to do that is because it's you when it's it's in test flight um, phase right now which means like it's not on the App Store you can just test it so that's what you guys are doing Once it's on the app store, we can do a lot. um, We can track everything a lot more efficiently with regards to downloads, and then we can do creative campaigns with, you know, the if you share this link and you get 30 people to download it through your link, then you get this much ZCN as a reward, and then we can do like leaderboard things where, you know, this week, the this share link had uh had ten thousand zero box app downloads and then the winner of that week could we can get a zcn bounty there's just so much stuff that we can do on that front and then swata said he wants to introduce like thumbnail features so when you upload a photo you can get like there's an uh, associated thumbnail with that photo which will be cool there yeah there's saswata is very well aware that you know this is it's an mvp um and minimal by minimum viable product right now and he's like there's a lot of stuff that he's ready to implement it's just um you know you got to take it one step at a time so the other thing for betanet is zero wallet will be released as an mvp um so what is zero wallet? Well, right now you have the wallet and the zero box app kind of married into together as one. Once we come out with, um, once we come out with the zero wallet, we'll actually divide up the zero box app and the zero wallet. So they'll be divided up and the difference will be, especially with the wallet. It um, like right now, there's not like there's not transaction features integrated into the wallet. So once the Zero Wallet is ready, you'll have locking tokens, staking tokens, um, transaction fees, um, all of this stuff. You'll get, like you'll get the interest concept um, that you'll get to feel out for you know for, for when things are rolling. Um, the the split key. Um, the split key protocol, so that two dev, two device authentication feature that will be um, it like like I said, Zerwall will be an MVP, so it won't have split key right away. Um, that's not that's not that critical. To, it's it's gonna be awesome for us, but it's not that critical to getting mainnet out because we want to get mainnet out really soon. We wanna we want to swap these tokens and. Have an actual functional live net because everything's really close to being ready Um, So so Suswata wants to do beta rollout about a month from now and um, And and yeah, so zero wallet and zero chain will be two separate apps He's gonna try for Android and beta but the number one priority right now is getting on the iOS store so there's just so much right now that you know we want to get you guys on Android, um, uh, but we're we're really focused on we we really want to get to mainnet, and part of that part of getting to mainnet is getting uh, the iOS um, portion ready to rock. Now the fun um, the, the yeah so that's kind of beta net and. Um, and there, yeah, there's there's obviously a lot more involved with Betanet, but that's that's the uh, the gist of, uh, of of what we what we can expect. Um, but Cesuato wants to move fast, so that is, when he when he wants to do that, it generally it generally tends to happen. All right, last part. Let's uh, let's talk about mining. Um, so if you're in our, our service provider telegram, awesome. If you're not, you should join it if, if you're interested in being a, a service provider because that is where you'll get the first information on it and a lot of information before it's actually publicized just because I, I really want to um, – I'm, I'm going to be a minor charter blobber and I'm really excited about it and i i i also really believe in this project and i want the i want it to have a robust service provider community because that's what will make it better and if, if you look at the numbers it you know if it from the context of zcn rewards it's it's going to be very lucrative in that perspective that's not a that's not a financial um, recommendation that's just merely based on the percentages that are algorithm that will algorithmically be uh, implemented with e- regards to interest and block rewards. So this is I'm not talking about market price of ZCN. I'm not talking about anything about that. Um, you can speculate on that, but if you look at everything just outside the realm or or just within the realm of uh, accumulating ZCN it's It's very it's it's a you will get um, a, it, it it will lead to there's a lot of ways that you can run numbers and see how much ZCN you'll get so what I'm why I'm saying that is I This it's a good opportunity to get involved. It's also a, in my eyes. It's a really good tuition payment I I bought an obelisk um, uh, Like Sia coin made uh, Started making miners there the Sia coin development team started making miners and I bought obelisks and there they did not pan out well, but it that process um, It forces you once you have a stake in it it forces you to learn about you know, how does this all of this stuff work where are the costs where is the profitability involved where's the value i'm adding how does how does mining actually fit into a blockchain protocol it forces you to learn all of this stuff and because you have that that vested interest in in understanding it so it's it's a really good above all else if you believe in this space it's a really good tuition payment into uh, into like understanding uh, how how blockchains function and proof of stake protocols are the future. Um, it's it it's important to learn how to how validating and proof of stake protocols will work. So this is um, this is a great opportunity for that and uh, and yeah. So the couple updates on the service writer side the. I posted a little bit in, I think, earlier this week about some pricing and the the blobber pricing might have sounded like it was going to be a little bit more. Um, it's Nothing's finalized because we're still trying to sort out to like what's the most practical thing for us to roll out. And Saswata is starting to look at, at least for now, um, he said that they're looking at starting out Blobbers at least the MSB rig that that zero chain LLC is going to offer Start out offering it at a very small storage capacity and then Have the ability to upgrade Um, so essentially let's say you get the MSB rig you buy the MSB rig from zero chain LLC and then you get the white glove service support. So you get the rig, and then you pay for Zero Chain to build it, test it, install it, and keep an eye on it. Now, what the offer is going to be is, is it's going to be a lot less upfront cost. Um, he said, like it'll start with just a two U, and then have like a, have different, like um, a lot of a lot of it. Little sh- a lot of shelf space where you can plug in you know another JBOD or some some other components that ramp up the capacity of the blobber. and that in my opinion is brilliant because right away it's not going to be there's not going to be a lot of it's it I think it's you're you're being you're not being realistic if you think you know the uh, the whole world's going to start using zero box right at launch um it's it's much more practical to assume that you know that the the amount of storage that will be utilized will be a little bit less but as time goes on you'll want to you, there will be more demand and the great thing about having a smaller upfront cro- cost is you obviously it's more affordable but then having the upgradeability feature that the that zero chain will do for you you'll just have to pay for the hardware upgrades they'll plug it in to, a, to your unit the the benefit of that is yeah you be you'll be you might have to pay for more hardware down the line but The reason why you'd be buying more hardware is to up your capacity because of the heightened demand for, um, for your storage on zero chain, zero box. So it's, it's a very, the, the incentives seem to be aligned there. Um, and it makes the white glove feature that much more advantageous and worth spending money on because they'll basically if, if. Your blob or you buy your base, your base MSB rig and um, in four months, it's already at full capacity. Um, The zero chain team will reach out to you and be like, hey, dude, you're you're operating at full capacity. If you want, you can upgrade it. Um, We'll we'll throw some extra hardware in there to make it make it make it a lot more functional. So that's that's a great advantage to um, to being to be to To an affordable um, Affordable option of being a blobber. I, I'm sure that you can just start Guns ablazing right away and have a have massive hardware, but that's kind of the gist of the um, Where we're trying to take this direction to to make sure that you know, it, it's not totally breaking the bank to get you guys rolling as a blobber. Um, so that kind of oh there's one other thing someone was asking in um in the main chat and I've, uh, someone else dm'd me about this and they were curious about um about why aws pricing like why it costs so much to be a blobber um as uh like if you want to rent blobbing equipment through aws to be a blobber why that is so costly well, here's the thing: is is look at it this way. If you're running a blobber on the zero chain network, the whole you're you're we're we're running all of our assumptions and and you know pricing relative to kind of like market rate, so com- comparable to what you'll pay for eight if you use AWS. So what that means is like you. It's if if you're priced at AWS pricing to use the features of a zero chain blobber, it's going to be it has to be the same price as the you know there there can't be much there can't be if you're charging what AWS is charging for the same service, then if you're renting out an AWS blobber, you're you're not there's no margin there like it's you're basically just there's it's just a wash. There's no profit there because you um, maybe even be a loss because a- AWS has to make the profit. So that's kind of you know that's why it's cost so much. It's because you're 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 working through that middleman and you're charging the price that a- AWS or all all of the figures are based on what AWS would charge. And technically, if if the market rate is a little bit less than AWS, you might actually lose money um, that way. So that is a long winded explanation, but that does it for Ask Pheebs. Um, I cheers you with my Kirkland spring water. Yeah, use that coupon code Ask Pheebs for some Kirkland Kirkland uh, sparkling water. Yep. Yeah, Ask Peeps coupon code. You'll get ten uh, percent off plus, yeah, plus a bunch of ZCN free. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, thank you for listening, and um, we'll have we'll have a lot more updates here later. Just uh, we're testing rock and roll, mainnet is on the horizon. See you guys.